Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Campaign. Mr. Brady, are you with us? Hey, Luke, how are you doing? 
We are doing fantastic. Say hi to Robin, too. Don't be discriminated now. Hi, Robin. How are you? Hi, Chris. I'm great. How are you? So excited to have you on. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. All right. So you have an amazing candidate running for the Texas governor, Chris. you mind if I call you Chris? You sure do. No, of course. That's fine. All right. So uh, uh, let's see. Let's just jump right into this. Uh, why is Wendy Davis the better person for governor? Uh, well, she's a better. Can you hear me? Kind of breaking up there. Can you can you hear me right now? Yeah, we can hear you. Just everybody knows uh, Chris is on a teleconference with us, so we're going to do our best with this. Our our producers are working on it, but I can hear you fine. Robin, can you hear Chris? Perfect. You may want to speak up okay. a little bit, Chris, into the microphone. Okay, well, she's a better candidate for the same reason that the Democrat is almost always a better candidate. We care about everyone, and uh, we, we not only care about the 1%, we do care about them, but we care about everyone else as well, and, and uh, the 1% and people near the 1% don't like that too much. We like to take care of everybody, and we don't care if you're a man or a woman or you're gay or straight or you're black, white, or Hispanic or any other kind of differentiation that doesn't mean anything about you. You have a place under our tent, and they pay lip service to it, but we walk it and talk it every day, and she does. And in addition to that, she's a world-class uh, fundraiser. She's now a famous person, almost a celebrity, but we don't want to call her that because she's, when the people say that, it's more like a, they're, they're saying that the person doesn't have any substance. Well, she's got substance. And, uh, okay, let's, let's back up. Chris, let's back up for a second, okay? Let's tell mm-hmm. the world about who Christopher Brady is. How did you get involved with Battleground Texas and Wendy Davis? Tell everybody about that, how you came involved in it. Tell us tell us about yourself. Well, I'm a lawyer, and before I was a lawyer, I was a political scientist for four or four years, and it's always been a, a big-time hobby of mine, a big part of my life. And, and uh, I decided to kind of flip the two and, and make it, try, or at least try to make it my career instead of the law. And, and uh, I've been so much, spent so much time doing politics. I've, I've worked on all three levels of government, uh, all three branches of government on all levels, from city to to federal, and uh, for judges and for for legislatures and and uh, uh, all, all all my life, off and on, as a volunteer usually, and now I've kind of made it my job this time. And and when when I when battleground, I, all of us that have been Democrats for most of our lives have waited waited for and yearned for the days of Ann Richards, and when we would turn back blue, purple, and then blue, hopefully. And and uh, I, I wanted to do that, and then this this group materialized that 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 was their mission as well and i said well maybe this is meant to be so i started you know paying attention to them and hanging out where they were and eventually it worked boy you just said a name that is a blast from the past and governor ann richards robin remember her ann richards is an amazing person i mean just all around just awesome i loved her so are you saying that her views are comparable to ann richards then they're, they're similar, you know. We're, we're 20 years later, so some things have evolved. There, there's there's going to be some views on some issues that didn't really exist, like the internet and stuff like that. That that Wendy and different candidates are going to have to have now. But more or less, the the democratic belief system is the same as it's always been. Everybody's got a place at the table. Everybody's got a voice. And I know Republicans hate to hear that because they only want you know the rich and the powerful and certain you know if you're white male whatever whatever they 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 want a certain group of people to have power and and have it supposedly trickle down to everyone else, which it never does. And we've learned that after 30 years of trying it, since Ronald Reagan started it, that it doesn't work. And so we're going to try something new. Well, and everybody everybody out there, if you're just joining us, you're listening to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, Luke Diesel, with the amazing 
Robin. And Chris Brady with Battleground Texas is joining us live. Now, we need to make it clear, legal disclosure, lawyers are pushing buttons all over the place. You see the lights, Robin? Yeah. <laughs> Chris Brady is giving us his personal views about Wendy Davis. This is not anything he, he is not representing the campaign. He is representing his personal views, which, in my opinion, are actually better. Don't you think, Robin? Well, yes, of course. I mean, and as Chris said, we all have our place at the table. Um, I'm excited about another strong Democrat and a female. This is just uh, what we need right now. All right, Robin, you have a question for Chris. Where does Wendy Davis stand on gay marriage in Texas? Well, if you watch Wendy Davis, which has only only agreed to two, Wendy would have done as many as he would have agreed to, and he agreed to two. Um, the second debate, that question was asked by, I believe, a 10-year-old girl or, or someone on behalf of a 10-year-old girl who was being raised by a gay parent. And uh, Wendy Davis answered, took two seconds, she said, I'm for it, and then was it. And then Greg Davis, I mean, uh, Greg Abbott, uh, gave about a two- or three-minute rambling answer about religion and how it's always had been a you know, history and, and tradition and a man and a woman and on and on and on. None of that has anything to do with the law. And which he's the Attorney General of the State of Texas, the law now under the Supreme Court case from last year says two people, consenting adults, can get married. You can't deny them a license. And I don't know what he was talking about. It, it, it was a bunch of smoke screens and stuff. His answer was no, he doesn't believe that. He believes in an illegal position. And he's, he's spending our money to defend an illegal position and to appeal a, a decision that was came down the, uh, earlier this year in San Antonio. He's appealing it to the Fifth Circuit. That case has been accepted and is going to be heard in January, after which whoever loses, I'm sure, will appeal to the United States Supreme Court. Uh, but he's wasting our money because it's a losing losing effort because the Supreme Court has already made that decision, and it was the right decision, one that's fair to yeah. everyone. It goes back to the theme, the first answer that I gave on the show is we're fair to everyone, they're not, and, and fairness is going to win again eventually. He's going to waste time and money, and him and her around, and she just said yes. That's what our governor would do if she was our governor. She wouldn't waste the money on equal position. It would just be yes, and everyone would get equal rights. I think the Supreme Court has already made it relevant or, you know, very noted that they are really sick of this issue by the fact that they just refused to hear five cases on appeal just a few weeks ago. Wasn't that right, Robin? Yes. Well, one thing that does it, it also does, one thing that there's a big argument by some of the people is the states individually should make these decisions, and the Supreme Court says, okay, so we want, if we don't hear this, five states just made a decision, five more states today. It's been like 15 states in the last month or two. Uh, so it's, an, it's just playing into the hands of the people who think the states should do it. Well, the Supreme Court says, okay, states, they just did it, five more right there. We don't even have to hear it. That's another, that may be one of the geniuses of the decision that they were thinking better than we were last year when we, they didn't just make a full, a full sweep of the country. They said a year or two it'll be a sweep, but let the states decide that these people say they want. And that's how that worked out for those five and more in the last couple of weeks, and that's how it's going to end up with everyone. There's not, there's only like 17 states left or 18 states left. Awesome. That's right. Okay, well, you know what that noise means, right? What that sound means, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Time for a break. That means we need to take a break. Chris, can you stay with us for a little bit longer? Sure can. All right, guys, you are listening to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, Luke Diesel. We are heard every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Please follow us on Facebook at All You Need to Know Radio. Also follow us on Twitter. We would like to know, hashtag Wendy Davis, 
yes or hashtag Wendy Davis no for governor. Who do you want to win? This is an important race for Texas. You are listening to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, Luke Diesel, and the amazing... Robin. We will be right back. Touch that dial. And now here is a short message about Wendy Davis from the First Lady of the United States of America, Michelle Obama. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Michelle Obama. On November 4th, you have a chance to make a real difference for our children by voting for Wendy Davis for governor. For Wendy, education is a top priority because she wants to give all our kids a chance to build a better life for themselves and for their families. That's what the American dream is all about. And Wendy knows something about the American dream. She was the daughter of a single mother, and by age 19, she was a mother herself. But Wendy worked hard. She went on to college and Harvard Law School. So Wendy Davis knows the power of education. That's why she led the fight against the devastating education cuts in Texas. And it's why she supports quality, full-day pre-K for Texas children. Wendy Davis is also fighting to expand Medicaid, raise the minimum wage, and create good jobs all across Texas. This is Michelle Obama, and I hope you will vote for Wendy Davis for governor on November 4th. Political ad paid for by Wendy Davis for governor. I killed a man. I was out with some friends. We were all drinking really heavily. Just hopping from bar to bar. Just trying to have a good time, and I lost control. You know, sometimes I drink because I have depression that I struggle with every day. And I just drink to get out of my head for a few hours. You know, I really don't like the person I become when I drink. I've ruined relationships in the past. I start fights. You know, I just generally become a person that people don't like being around. On that particular night, made a mistake and got in my truck completely blacked out and decided to try to drive home I ended up going the wrong way down the highway directly into oncoming traffic and I struck a car I killed a man immediately following that I consulted some high powered attorneys who told me stories about similar cases where the drivers got off. They were convinced that they could get my blood test thrown out and all I would have to do for that was lie. Well, I won't go down that path. My name is Matthew Cordell. And on June 22nd, 2013, I hit and killed Vincent Canzani. This video will act as my confession. When I get charged, I will plead guilty and take full responsibility for everything I've done to Vincent and his family. If I took a different route, maybe I would get a reduced sentence and maybe I would get off. But I won't dishonor Vincent's memory by lying about what happened. 
or at least in this video, I know exactly what it means. I'm handing the prosecution everything they need to put me away for a very long time. But I'm willing to take that sentence for just one reason, and that reason is so I can pass this message on to you. I beg you, and I say the word beg specifically, I'm begging you, please don't drink and drive. Don't make the same excuses that I... Look around you and ask yourself, do you know who anyone really is? Are you regretting your decision to join us? Were you screwing her? No. You sure about that? Capable of terrible things. How to get away with murder. All new next Thursday, 10 9 Central on ABC. He was a Texas surgeon performing operations while reportedly using cocaine. Two patients died, others were paralyzed. Doctors spoke out, but the hospital did nothing to stop him. Families and victims sued the hospital. Then weeks after accepting a quarter-million-dollar campaign contribution from the hospital's chairman, Greg Abbott got involved, using his office to go to court against the victims. Greg Abbott, another insider, not working for you. March 26, 1993, a pleasant spring day in Seguin, Texas. But for one woman, it quickly became a nightmare. A Kirby vacuum salesman came to her door to offer an in-home demonstration. And while her children slept in the very next room, the salesman brutally raped the young mother. The salesman was a sexual predator on probation. But the Kirby vacuum cleaner distributor had failed to perform a routine background check on him. The woman and her husband went all the way to the Texas Supreme Court, fighting for their right to sue Kirby. Six judges, Democrats and Republicans, ruled in their favor, and they won. But Greg Abbott sided with the company against the victim, saying the company had no responsibility. Thank God this time, Greg Abbott lost. Out of the Woods is one of my favorite songs on this album because one of the goals I set out to accomplish when I wanted to make this album is I wanted to make sure that these songs sounded exactly the way that the emotions felt when I felt them. This song is about the fragility and kind of breakable nature of some relationships. This was a relationship where I was kind of living day to day wondering where it was going, if it was going to go anywhere, if it was going to end the next day. It was a relationship where you kind of never feel like you're standing on solid ground. And that kind of a feeling... everybody this is all you need to know radio i am your host luke diesel with the amazing robin and that was taylor swift we will be talking about taylor swift in the hollywood weird reports she already has another number one album that went number one within just a few hours which is pretty amazing right now we are talking to christopher brady he is the deputy field organizer for the tech for battleground texas 
which is the people who are wanting Wendy Davis to be the next Texas governor. Chris, are you still with us? Still here. All right. Let's see. So we are wanting Wendy Davis to be our next governor. Let's talk about some campaign ads real quick. Was Wendy Davis fair? Do you think, Wendy, in your personal opinion, do you think Wendy Davis was unfair when she ran the wheelchair ad, which is now being clarified as the wheelchair ad? I don't think it was unfair at all. And uh, I think that the people who are saying it's unfair are just blowing smoke because uh, what Greg Abbott did was a tree fell on him years ago and, and kept him, it hurt him and kept him from walking the rest of his life. And what's that worth? To me, it's worth he got $10 million or so settlement, of which he gets, I think he got 500 and some thousand dollars last year, and he gets 20 something thousand dollars a month or something like that. A lot of money, a lot more than he makes in his job as the Attorney General of Texas. And no one begrudges him that on the Democratic side, and, and Wendy Davis doesn't and no one associated with us does, I actually think he should have gotten more than that. What is what is you not being able to walk the rest of your life starting at age 20-something worth? To me, it's worth more than $10 million. But at least Greg Abbott and his family got justice. But now he's got other people. Uh, he's, he's worked his entire career since then to keep other people from getting the justice that he got, and that's a word that most of us around here are disgusted by. He's a hypocrite. He gets this $10 million for himself, and Wendy's not saying, and no one else is saying, that he should have got that. We think wholeheartedly that he should have, and I personally think he should have gotten more. But what the bad thing about that is he kept other people and continues to keep other people from getting the justice that he got, and that's not cool. What's he thinking there? And he's not explained it yet. He's never answered the question. He just says, oh, they're attacking me. They're going after a guy in a wheelchair. No, no one's going after you in your wheelchair you, everyone believes that you are in a wheelchair and should have gotten this justice and the money that you've gotten, or more. But why? Why can't other families get that like yours did? Why is your family special? And theirs isn't. That's all, that's, that's what the commercial is about. Not picking on a guy yeah, in a wheelchair who would do that. It. Yeah, they're just trying to spin it. Um, they're trying to they're they're trying to, to focus the attention on on a guy on him. He, he when he when he when it's to his advantage, he focuses on attention because it's, it's distracting. But then when it's not to his advantage, he wants everybody to do what they should do under the laws of the, the country and the state. Is, is He's got a disability, but he can't be discriminated against it, against for it, and that's the way it should be. But then when somebody uses it in a context where it's to show that he's a hypocrite, then they're discriminating against him. And they want to blow it all out of proportion to try to distract from the main point, which is still the main point no matter how much he distracts. He got this money, which he should have gotten, and we all agree. But he's, he's teamed up with a bunch of people on his side who don't think people should have gotten that. And if they had their way, he wouldn't have even gotten it. So what's, what, exactly. what gives? Exactly. Exactly. If you're just joining us, everyone, you are listening to All You Need to Know Radio. Today we are talking politics, and we are coming to you live from beautiful Los Angeles, California. Isn't it beautiful here, Robin? Awesome, yes. It's wonderful here. So we are talking politics today for the first time, and I'm actually kind of excited about this. November 4th is right around the corner. We are lucky enough to have Chris Brady, the deputy field organizer for Battleground Texas, representing his personal views, talking about Wendy Davis. Robin, you have a question for Mr. Brady. Real quick, guys, 
If you're listening to us uh, outside of the country or anywhere around the world, you can listen to the show live at 619-638-8513. That is 619-638-8513. Also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook, All You Need to Know Radio. Twitter, All Need Radio. Robin, your question. Well, first of all, I just so loved hearing Michelle Obama speak. She is such a... A mentor for so many of us, and I love to hear her support for Wendy Davis. So my question, that's probably uh, strange, but I'm I'm assuming, guessing that Wendy did vote for President Obama. Are, are you guessing that she did? I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, they asked this question of Allison, Lunders, um, Allison Lundergan Grimes in Kentucky, and it was a gotcha question, and she didn't answer, and they there, there was a big stink about it, but... She, uh, your, your vote is private. You can tell who you voted for or not, and it's no one's business. No, no one can ask you that and, and require you to disclose who you voted for. So I have no idea who Wendy voted for. I don't know if she has uh, disclosed that in a, in a public interview or, or anywhere or not, and she doesn't have to, as far as I know, under any law. So I, I don't well, know who she voted I understand for. I would assume Chris that, but I have no idea. Robin, I understand why Chris is hesitant to answer that question because he's right. It is a personal. It is a personal decision. However, she's Democrat, and I would be completely and utterly shocked if she did not vote for the first black president, the first president that stood up for gay rights, the first president that stood up for everyone. I would be shocked. And it honestly, if I were to find out she didn't, I, I don't. I would question my vote for her. But I'll answer that question and say I voted for for Barack Obama. Robin, did you? Yes. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure Wendy did. She is a she's a Democrat. All right. Uh, uh, I'm sure she did. I'm sure that Allison Grimes did in Kentucky, but but um, she doesn't didn't have to answer that question. It was sort of a gotcha because she was she has the Clinton campaigning for her in Kentucky, and Obama is so unpopular in Kentucky, so they were trying to link her to Obama. And you can segue this into a question of how Abbott tries to do the same thing with. With Wendy, if you want, but they were trying to link her to Obama somehow because she had tried to distance herself and, and link herself to the Clintons, and they were trying to say, well, oh, well you voted for Obama. I'm sure she did, sure. but she didn't answer the question, and yeah. she doesn't have to. And she no, doesn't she doesn't have to. have to. That's why That's why I said what I said. You know, Greg Abbott has actually released, you know, in, in statements and debates and stuff like that, that uh, Wendy Davis is it, doesn't have time to run against him because she is too busy running from President Obama. Which <laughs> I find that funny. Yeah, it's a little, it's just a little quip or a little pun that he makes. Uh, she can't, she doesn't have time to run against me because she's too busy running from President Obama. And then you have, uh, I'm looking at October 23rd, which is just a few days ago. I think it's a response sort of to what he said. A headline top of the USA Today: Wendy Davis, I would be thrilled if Obama came to Texas to campaign with me. And you just heard an, a well, campaign ad from Michelle Obama. You just heard that Michelle is, Obama doing a campaign ad for, for Wendy, uh, so that yeah. doesn't really sound like running from the Obamas at all. Okay, here's another question, Chris. Has Wendy Davis helped or hurt the Democrats in Texas? She, she, she's helped them because uh, she has become a, a figure that's famous around the world and is also famous in Texas and, and uh, an incredible fundraiser from what she did. Uh, she, she's worked her whole career and her whole life before last summer, but when that happened with the pink tennis shoes and the filibuster, she became like a celebrity figure. And it's not, like I said, I hesitate to say celebrity because she's so much more than that. There's substance to her, but that's just an event that happened that caused her to become famous and caused her to move this 
the ball forward more quickly than we could have otherwise. So, of course, she's helped. Now, if, even if she does not win next Tuesday, she's helped move, move us forward more quickly than we would have without her. Well, and let's and, uh, real we, all hope, we all hope she wins and is governor after the after next Tuesday. But either way, she's she's moved us forward more quickly. Real quick, let's educate everyone on who Wendy Davis is. Uh, Wendy Davis is an American lawyer and a Democratic politician from Fort Worth, Texas. Wendy Davis represents District 10 in the Texas Senate, and she has previously served on the Fort Worth City Council. So to me, what that says is that says she is a person for the people. And I like that, don't you, Robin? Yes, I do. You know, because she absolutely is, and she's a, a, a brilliant uh, woman that that has uh, achieved all this. You know, her family wasn't wealthy or whatever; she's done it done it on her own, like a, a lot of but just like the president has. And and when it's a woman, especially President Obama is African American; she's a woman. The powers that be don't like that; they like holding certain groups down for whatever reason. So when a woman does this and does certain things that Wendy's done in her life and career. That a man that when men do, no one bats an eyelash at. She's treated exactly. differently and discriminated against, and it's not cool. She makes she, she there's times when she's made less money. There's times when uh, if her husband was home helping raise the kids while she was at Harvard Law School, if, if uh, she's she's criticized for that as a bad mother or uh, names that, that we won't say on the air. But if a man does that and men do that all the time, no one says a word. Robin, right. what do you think about that? Well, I think she's paving the way. I think she's really paving a new path for us here in Texas, um, and I think that so many people admire her. She's got her supporters are hardcore from what I've read and seen, and her friends, she's got friends that admire her. She stands up for teachers and people that uh, some people don't stand up for. I think Cosmopolitan Magazine just endorsed her. And she's a great female role model, and she's a great role model, period. All right, Here, here's a, 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 some people are saying things like her candidacy, her candidacy has been a disappointment to the Dem, but the Democrats hope she has paved the way for the future, kind of what Robin just said. Chris, do you agree personally with that statement? I don't agree that her candidacy or her campaign has been a failure. Of course, at the end of the day, if she does not win next Tuesday, well, she, it failed because – the only way for it to truly succeed is that she wins and becomes governor of Texas. So in that sense, if she doesn't win and, and she's not governor next week or a governor-elect next week, then it's failed. But there's so many other ways, as I mentioned in detail a few minutes ago, that she's moved the ball forward more quickly than we would have been able to without her. And, and she's not going away. If she were to not win next Tuesday, we're, we're assuming she's going to win and be the governor. The governor-elect next week. If she doesn't, though, she's not going to disappear. She's going to be around for maybe another governor's race or whatever Whatever she does after this is her call, but she's not going away, I can assure you. All right. Robin, you have another question for Chris? And the women need to get out and vote. That's definitely for sure. The women need to get out and, and, and vote for someone that's going to support your your rights to your body and President Clinton, everything President that Clinton Wendy Davis stands for. President Clinton said, and, and he's right, if, if, that there are more Democrats in Texas than there are Republicans. And if the Democrats get out and vote, we win. But we historically do not, and that's why that's another reason why Republicans continue to win all these statewide races is because they get out and vote and we don't. So that's another effort of battleground exactly. is to get more people registered and not to vote. All right, Chris, so tell everybody where they can go vote. They can vote right now. Early well, voting is going on right now, right? 
Early voting is going on through this this Friday, Halloween, and then there's a dead period of three days, November 1, 2, and 3, and then Election Day is the 4th, but you can vote two-day right now. You can vote all the way in through to the end of uh, Friday. And if you want to know where to go to vote, I can't tell everybody that's listening, but you go to mytexasvote.com and put in your zip code, and it will tell you. Perfect. Ten seconds. Why should Wendy Davis be the next governor of Texas? Because she's a better candidate. She's a smarter candidate with the ones and with the issues, uh, the positions on the issues that matter the most to the most people, and she cares about the most people, and that's what it's all about. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Chris. We we are out of time. We appreciate you so much, Robin. Thank him. Thank you, Chris, so much. I really admire what you're doing for her. Thank you. All Thanks, right. Robin. Thank you. Listening to all you need to know radio. We had Chris Brady with us right now. Chris, thank you so much for joining us, and we're going to make sure we keep talking about Wendy, okay? You're welcome. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining us. All right, guys, you are listening to All You Need to Know Radio. I am Luke Diesel with The Amazing. Robin. We will be right back, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the Hollywood Report. Don't touch that dial. Hey, girl, I'm going away. March 26, 1993. A pleasant spring day in Seguin, Texas. But for one woman, it quickly became a nightmare. A Kirby vacuum salesman came to her door to offer an in-home demonstration. And while her children slept in the very next room, the salesman brutally raped the young mother. The salesman was a sexual predator on probation. But the Kirby vacuum cleaner distributor had failed to perform a routine background check on him. The woman and her husband went all the way to the Texas Supreme Court, fighting for their right to sue Kirby. Six judges, Democrats and Republicans, ruled in their favor, and they won. But Greg Abbott sided with the company against the victim, saying the company had no responsibility. Thank God this time, Greg Abbott lost. A tree fell on Greg Abbott. He sued and got millions. Since then, he spent his career working against other victims. Abbott argued a woman whose leg was amputated was not disabled because she had an artificial limb. He ruled against a rape victim who sued a corporation for failing to do a background check on a sexual predator. He sided with a hospital that failed to stop a dangerous surgeon who paralyzed patients. Greg Abbott, he's not for you. into their eyes, you know somebody is home. They're an animal that possesses great spiritual power not to be meddled with. Orange County Sheriff's Office. We need SO to respond for a dead person at SeaWorld. A whale has eaten one of the trainers. Silicone though is the one that went after her. Don is the senior trainer here at Shamu Stadium. She captured what it means to be a SeaWorld trainer, that it made me realize what happened to her really could have happened to anyone. I've been expecting somebody to be killed by a Tilikum. We weren't told much about it other than it was trainer error. 
it didn't just happen. It's not a singular event. You have to go back to understand this. The speedboats herded them in, and they could just pick out the young ones. This is the worst thing that I've ever done. When Tillicum arrived at SeaWorld, he was twice as large as the next animal. We stored these whales in what we call a module, which was 20 feet across and 30 feet deep, and the lights were all turned out. Probably led to what I think is a psychosis. in captivity are all psychologically traumatized. It's not just Tillicum. If you were in a bathtub for 25 years, don't you think you'd get a little psychotic? Dawn would tell you that it was her mistake. They blamed her. It's just a bold-faced lie. I was just instructed to get rid of the day. The industry has a vested interest in spinning these. That sells a lot of Shamu dolls. It sells a lot of tickets at the gate. There's no record of an orca doing any harm in the wild. All right, guys, now it's time. Let's talk about John Hargrove. John Hargrove is a friend to the show. He has a great, uh, just an amazing book coming out, and now you can pre-order it on Barnes & Noble and beneath the service. Robin and I have a special place in our heart for this guy, don't we, Robin? Oh, yes. Awesome. Awesome human being. Okay, let's talk about overview of the book. Over the course of two decades, John Hargrove worked with 20 different wells on two different continents and at two different SeaWorld USA, USA facilities. For Hargrove, becoming an orca, orca train killer is was a childhood dream. However, as his experience with the wells deepened, Hargrove came to be, to doubt that the need that their needs could ever be met in captivity. When two fellow trainers were killed by orcas in marine parks, Hargrove decided that SeaWorld's widely popular programs were both too much for the public and he started a crusade and it's it's amazing. Guys, beneath the surface, John Hargrove will be on our show at the beginning of next year. You can pre-order this book, and it comes out on March 24th, 2014. And I'll tell you what, we will be giving away free copies of that book. Right, Robin? 2015? 2015, <laughs> next year. I know it. Believe it or not, it's just a couple of months away. I know, all right, it's amazing. listening to All You Need to Know Radio, and we are sponsoring John Hargrove. Beneath the Surface is the sponsor of today's show. Now back to All You Need to Know Radio and the Hollywood Weird Report. Awesome. Uh, uh. I got that real good feel good stuff. Up under the seat of my big black jacked-up truck Rolling on 35, pretty girl by my side You got that sun All right, everybody, that was country music superstar Luke Bryan with That's My Kind of Night. You are listening to All You Need to Know Radio. Please follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook is All You Need to Know Radio. Twitter, All You Need, All Need Radio. If you'd like to join the show live, call 
619-638-8513. That is 619-638-8513. If you'd like to comment on the show, we invite you to do that on Twitter at All Need Radio. I am your host, Luke Diesel. We are here every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Please tell your friends and family about us. And I can't forget about my amazing co-host, Robin. No, don't forget me. I'm never. <laughs> I'm here. All right. In the Hollywood Weird Report, we're <laughs> going to talk about Taylor Swift, which, ironically, one of her songs that was just released is our song pick of the week. Robin, have you heard any of her music yet? Oh, yes. It's wonderful. So, so Best good. album she's ever done. This is one of my favorite songs from her album, and it's called When Faith. And it's new, and it's dangerous. In your face. And it is song pick of the week. All you need to know radio. Here is Miss Taylor Swift. Look at that face. You look like my next mistake. Love the game. Wanna play. This one, this this album, 
there's actually an article that was just released today because so many people are complaining they oh. cannot get Taylor Swift's 1989 on Spotify. And her camp released a statement. The reason you can't find it on Spotify, she doesn't want it on Spotify. <laughs> oh, okay. Why? Well, the artist doesn't make as much money. I see. And so the thing is, is that Taylor Swift is one of those artists that doesn't have to. She can she can basically decide period period what she wants to do. Right. And, you know, I think she is going to be the first artist of 2014, which we're in October, so we're almost done with 2014. But I think she is going to be one of the first artists that is going to break a million records sold their first week. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. I saw her on some show the other day, a clip of it, and she had a house party, and she invited 89 fans to uh, at different times. She has like five houses or something, one in Connecticut, L.A., London, uh, I don't know, New York. New York. Yeah, and she actually invited 89 fans to come and do a uh, listening party. Well, and what's so cool about that is that was done months ago. Yeah. And not one of those people, she didn't have them sign non-disclosure agreements. She specifically just said, guys, I'm trusting you as my fans not to leak my music. And you know, out of all of what you just said, not one person did. That's loyalty. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing, I thought. First of all, to have fans in your home. (laughs) Right. And then for them not to leak it online. it's, It's quite amazing. Okay, so go out and get Taylor Swift's new album. It's called 1989. In my opinion, it's her best work yet. I cannot pick a favorite song. I love Style. I love Shake It Off. I love Out of the Woods like Robin loves it. I love What Did You Do. I mean, every single song has an amazing message, and it's just the music is out of this world. I mean, I just love it. Moving on to some sad news, and we've talked about her a couple of times. Amanda Bynes is in really bad shape. Her doctors have secretly got an order from a court that allows them to hold her for another month. She was supposed to get out yesterday. Uh, we've learned TMZ is reporting Amanda's doctors ask a judge Monday for a 30-day extension to her uh, to her involuntary commitment. She's been in a psychological facility for the past 17 days, and an extension wasn't gra- wasn't granted. She would have. She would have walked out of the front door yesterday. But Amanda Shrinks made a convincing case in stating she is very ill and in no position to take care of herself. And the judge uh, eventually agreed. What do you think, Robin? I'm guessing they're trying to stabilize her chemical imbalance and and get her on the right medications. Uh, Apparently she was really out of it. And it's going to take a while to, I mean, 15 days, 14 days is not long enough to correct everything where she could just be released again and go right back to whatever she was doing. That's very true. Okay, and... um, We wish her well. Say it again? We wish her well. We definitely wish her well. Did you ever watch Here Comes Honey Boo Boo? (laughs) Yes, I have seen that. Well, you won't be seeing it anymore. Tito has canceled this show. They have canceled this show for disturbing reasons. 
disturbing to the fact that Mama June, Honey Boo Boo's mother, is supposedly, allegedly, TMZ is reporting she is dating a child molester. What kind of woman? I mean, I already, I don't know how much of the show is scripted and how much, you know, because I've always said that the show is white trash, but it's funny white trash. And it's like a car wreck that you just have to watch. (laughs) But you're a mom, Robin. You can never do that, right? Oh, no. What does that say to you? I don't think the, personally, in a hypothetical statement, if that had been someone I knew that, because he molested her her oldest daughter. The oldest daughter, Anna, is the one that he, one of the ones he molested. I think he actually got convicted over another one. But if it had been my daughter, he would not have been able to have served time because he would not be of this earth any longer. (laughs) So um, I think that the woman, June, has some very deep psychological weaknesses and issues to be able to accept this person back around her daughter. She has a granddaughter now that's two years old. Uh, The youngest daughter is, I think, nine. And to have this person back around anywhere near in the same state is unacceptable. And and the woman has some issues to be able to, to somehow rationalize that it's okay. And now she has cost herself, I mean, look at what she's cost herself. She was on a show earning an excess of, we've heard, 40000 an episode, and I guess she figured she'd made enough money. And, you know, she tried to say that um, the guy she was with, that's the youngest father, had been cheating on her through an online dating service or something, and now we know that this child, convicted child molester was released back in March, and I think it was probably the other way around. I think she was trying to get a, a way to get rid of him. And how she ever thought TLC was going to keep her show on the air, and what, they're going like, to include him as, as a, uh, a changed person. That What he did is, you know, he could have done anything else, but what he did is not anything that people are going to say, whatever. oh, he's yeah. recovered, he's, he's okay now. Because you don't get over that. That's that's a disease, it's an addiction, and it's something that he should not even be around anyone that's under the age of 18. Oh, no. I, I, I am very, uh, it's just very disappointing and, and unacceptable. Well, and I want to move on to uh, something that's not, it's not like it at all, basically. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence has released a statement. You know, you heard about the, the celebrities' new photos being released, right? They were hacked. Right. And everybody was saying, you know, well, you know, it's an invasion of my privacy. Jennifer Lawrence has gone as far as to say it is a sex crime. Oh. She feels completely violated, and she wants criminal charges filed as a sex crime. What do you think about that? Well, that's her prerogative, I guess. I'm still not sure I understand where all of these were being stored at and how they got released publicly. Well, what she says is she says that she um, she took those pictures of herself in a private setting for her boyfriend that was out of the country, and it was the only way that they could kind of communicate. And she she further goes on to say that she doesn't owe anyone an explanation as to why. No, she doesn't. Is, the bottom line is that her phone was hacked 
and her private photos were released. Okay, so the photos were on her own private cell phone? Yes. And someone, we don't know who, is it the same person or people that hacked several celebrities' phones? Yes. Yes. Okay. So somehow they got access to people's phone numbers and... And however they were storing them, I wonder how they were storing them, just on the phone itself or with Picasa through Google Plus, or how were they storing them? Were they in the cloud? <laughs> well, they, you know, I was, we, were, we joked about that because I didn't really understand exactly where it was coming from at that point. But the thing is, is that what the hackers are saying or, and what Apple is saying is it has nothing to do with the cloud or the password or anything. These celebrities' passwords were just easy to figure out. Now, no celebrity has ever made a comment about it. Um, Jennifer Lawrence is the one that is speaking out harshly against it. But wouldn't they have had to have had her personal phone number, or? Yeah, they would uh, have had. They would have had had to have had um, definite information like that. And it hmm. just it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. I'm I'm completely with you. So. I just think it's interesting that she calls it a sex crime. Yeah, it is, and good for her. I mean, we yeah. all deserve our privacy. I mean, I understand that we, as a celebrity, you give up some of your privacy rights. I don't think you give it to the point where you're being violated by someone stealing your stuff. Standing right. outside, taking pictures of you, taking, you know, following you around, that's what you sign up for as a celebrity, in my opinion. But you don't sign up for someone to invade your personal space. No, I agree. Totally. Yep. Moving on to something TMZ is reporting that celebrities are owed a fortune in unclaimed property. Some very big stars are going about their business blindly, not having a clue that they are owed hundreds and even thousands of dollars. We've gone through hundreds of the names from California State Controller's Office, and here are some celebrities. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Steven Spielberg is owed over $10,000 by Bank of America. <laughs> wow. Robert Downey Jr. is owed $497.09 from the California Substance Abuse Treatment Center. <laughs> okay. Kanye West is owed $38.71 from Foot Locker. <laughs> Orlando Bloom is owed $31.72 from Universal. And, hey, Tori Spelling, since you have to put your marriage nightmare and mess on TV, even though you're a damn spelling, your dad would roll over in his grave if he saw how you are exploiting your family on TV. You should be ashamed of yourself. She's owed $1,784.95. Maybe that would pay for one of her kids' birthday cakes. Yeah. <laughs> she just angers me so much. I, yeah. And well, her husband is, you know, cheated on her and said she doesn't give him enough sex and just all this other crap that, I mean, I refuse to watch that show. And I encourage all of our listeners out there, do not watch True Story, Tori, because it is just a, you're just, you're just making it better for them, and you shouldn't. The fired scandal star, celebrity, uh, uh, Columbus Short, uh, has lots of small checks from Paramount Pictures. Boy, he needs a new business manager. 
Uh, who was who did he play in there? Is that the guy that played Harrison? He did, and he got and he got fired, and then that's how Olivia got brought. <laughs> listen to me, I watched the show. Yeah. Olivia got brought back from the island because. He, and he, why was he fired? Yeah. Huh? Why was he fired? He was fired because he got into uh, he 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 hit his girlfriend and it made national news. Oh. Okay. And Shonda Rhimes doesn't play those kind of she games. You don't mess with that. No. She's got three major shows, Ray's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, and Scandal, of course. Those shows each are hitting 10 million views each. So she's getting ABC 30 million viewers in three hours. So she is the, uh, she's the god of television, so to speak, right now. But Columbus Short is owed $94.29, $50.50. Forty-eight dollars and thirty and eighty-five cents, and then forty-three dollars and eighty-five cents. And how do they find out if they're owed money? What website do they go to? Uh, it said the State Bar of California, didn't it? I didn't catch the link, so I was just wondering how they knew where to go. Yeah, That's the interesting. State, the State Bar of California Comptroller's Office. Just call them. Oh, I live see. in California. In fact, if you live anywhere, every state has a Comptroller's Office. And you might have thousands or even exactly. A oh, that's a good idea. So you should definitely go to that and make sure that you, if you're owed any money, then you need to do that. Yeah, okay, unclaimed now, property or something like that. That's right. Let's talk about OTEP. Okay. OTEP was at Knotfest this weekend, and I don't know about you, but I've been looking at her Facebook page, and there are some amazing videos on there. I mean, amazing of her performing. And I think she performed, from what I can tell, not best, I think, had between twenty five to 30,000 people. Wow, that many, on, huh? Yeah, that's a lot of people. On, on, the, on the side stage, now you have to take into account, OTEP is not on a label. OTEP is not, OTEP is not uh, currently pushing a, a new album. So for an entertainer of her stature to be on Knotfest with nothing like the other artists have, they don't. They're, they're all promoting records. They're all doing this. They're, they're all, doing all out that. pushing stuff. Yeah. They all wanted Otep. You know, the Sai or Sid, Sid and Sai, uh, they they manage Otep. One of the managers are, and, and I don't have it clear in my mind. But the thing is, is that you know they, they were part of it and. OTEP performed in like in front of I think close to five thousand people. Wow. And go you can follow it go to her Facebook page, guys. Go to her Instagram page. Uh she even had a she was selling merch out there and I think that her her, her official merch store even has um a Instagram page. Uh, I think it's called OTEP Store. I think we were looking at that earlier this morning in our meeting, weren't we, Robin? Yes, I believe that's the name of it. And the pictures of everything was just amazing. I mean, the fans really got some great pictures. So hats off to everyone. This comes to the show of us. We're going to play our voted OTEPs. It is going to be Apex Predator. And this is the new OTEP voted song by the fans. And here we go.
everybody, that was the amazing Otep Shemaya with her hit song, Apex Predator. We want to thank you for joining us. You're listening to, you've been listening to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, Luke Diesel, with the amazing... Robin. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you tell your friends and family about us. Now, we want to let you know we reached out to the Attorney General of Texas, Greg Abbott's office. By the time we went to air with our show... His office had not responded. It doesn't matter who you vote for. November 4th, let your voice be heard. Right, Robin? That's right. Go Go vote. Vote. You're listening to All You Need to Know Radio every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Luke Diesel and the amazing... Robin, good night. Good night, everybody. I'm on my way. Can't stop me.